Welcome to week 27 of Gain and Retain University, and we are going to continue our chat and our deep dive into building collaborations. And this is a really timely conversation because we are running into the holiday season, which is going to be the perfect opportunity for you to create really solid collaborations. So first, I want to go over a few of my favorite types of collaborations. There are literally hundreds of different types that you could try out. You will be able to test them out and figure out which ones are best for you and your business, which ones work better in what seasons and with what type of collaborators and the ones that you just don't like, right? There are going to be some that you don't like. So a few of my favorite types of collaborations are an email series. So if you're already sending out regular emails to your audience, change it up and either swap emails with another uh, creator or service provider or product-based business owner and have them write an email for your audience and you write an email for their audience. That's a great way to collaborate equally, but also expose yourself to a new audience. Or you could write an email together and send it out to both of your audiences. That's a great way to do it. A giveaway obviously is a really simple and easy one. It's probably the least effective as far as growing your audience because people often will enter giveaways just because they want to win, right? (laughs) That's the nature of a giveaway and they don't necessarily stick around for your content all the time. You'll probably get a handful of people that do and that are interested in your business and what you have to offer, but not as many as you would if you do a more focused collaboration but they're really fun to do. Um, If you are going to do a giveaway, I would definitely be strategic about when you do it. The closer you get to the holidays, the more those pop up. So it's a really great opportunity to use those in the off months when sales are typically lower. So looking at January, um, when we're after Christmas and people are not spending as much, that will increase your engagement. Looking at April and then the J months, right, which are typically lower spending months. Then you have a bundle. So we talked about, you know, things that you need to consider when you're going to work with somebody on a bundle in our coaching call, but it's a great way to, again, expose your product or service to another audience and also add value to your customer base, right? So bundling, say you own a baby boutique, maybe you bundle one of your staple pieces with another coordinating item, a rattle, a blanket, um, a baby snack food, whatever it is, another business who has a similar ideal audience to you, you bundle those together and you both sell those together. And that's a great way to expose yourself to a new audience, uh, creating a new product or service. So instead of bundling individual products, you can collaborate with somebody and you guys can create something brand new together. Again, you both equally are responsible for selling it. And then buy X, get X is a good one too. So if you buy something from me, then you're going to get blank from this person I'm collaborating with and vice versa. If you buy something from them, you're going to get something from me, right? Again, in an effort to expose yourself to a new audience and to generate more leads so that you can continue to increase your sales and bring in those new people. So those are a few of my favorite types of collaborations. Of course, you can come up with all sorts of different ones, but what I want you to think about is what kind of collaboration do you want to do right now. We're only going to do one. I encourage you to do one at a time so that you don't get overwhelmed and you're not throwing too many balls in the air at once, right? So which type of collaboration do you want to do? Really give some time and thought 
into that and figure out, okay, right now, what do I want to do? Do I want to plan something for right now? Do I want to plan something to happen in November? That's totally fine. There's no like time constraint on when you need to do a collaboration. It's whenever it feels like it's the right thing to do for you and your business. Okay. So pick a type of collaboration. And then I want you to go back to that list of people that you made of people that you want to collaborate with. And I want you to find somebody who fits in to the collaboration that you've decided on, right? So I always do it this way because you want to make your decision first based on what action is going to be aligned with your business and with your business goals, not necessarily on, oh, I really want to make a collaboration with this specific person happen, right? You want action that is going to move your business forward in the way that is important to you. So that's why I highly recommend choosing the collaboration first and then finding an, a collaborator to fit into that. Um, an example of this is when I host a retreat or any kind of in-person workshop and I'm bringing in other people to teach, I always choose my topics first and I'm very hyper-specific about it. And then I think about who would fit into these topics, who could teach on these topics so that I am creating the world that I want for my business and for my customers. And that's how I want you to try it out as well. So then once you've decided, okay, I have two people that I could potentially work with and I'm going to reach out to both of them or I'm going to reach out to them one at a time, whatever you choose, then you're going to figure out how am I going to reach out to this person? Now, there's a few things to consider here. If you know them really well, you interact on social media a lot, maybe you know them even in person, send them a message on social media. Easy peasy, right? Doesn't feel gross or skeezy, totally easy. If you don't know them or you have very little interaction on social media, you have two options. One, send a cold email. Now, are these gonna be successful most of the time? No, but you can do it. It's not, I'm not here to take away options for, from you, right? If you feel like cold emails are going to be your best bet, then go for it. However, they're not, they're not often going to work. You know, think about the number of cold emails you get in your inbox and the number you just completely delete and ignore. I don't ever respond to cold emails from anybody ever. So, um, I don't ever send them right because I don't respond to them. The other option when you don't know somebody is follow them on social media and start to get to know them, start to connect with them, comment on their posts, uh, reply to their stories, have conversations with them, right? If you want this person to put their time, effort, and energy into collaborating with you, then you need to put your time, effort, and energy into getting to know them. And in this process, two things can happen. One, you can build a relationship with them, and then you'll get to a place where you feel comfortable asking them to collaborate. And two, you might find out, you know what, this actually isn't a good collaborative opportunity for me. I'm still going to connect with them, but I don't think that this is going to be a good fit. And that is totally fine, right? It's great for you to know that because you want to be able to collaborate with people that you think are going to be a really good fit with your business. And that's why you want to start now, right? So if you are doing a collaboration that you're going to launch, say Black Friday, right? and you want to collaborate with somebody that you really don't know, you need to start getting to know them right now, right? Because you're going to need to have need to ask them about a collaboration pretty quickly, right? But you want to get to know them first. I don't want you sending out messages saying, Hey, I followed you on social media for a while. I really admire you. Here's what I want from you, right? 
you want to actually foster an authentic relationship with this person first before you ask them to do any kind of collaboration with you. You want to build trust just like you do with your customers, right? It's really, really important to build that trust. They need to feel it with you and you need to feel it with them. Okay. So for your homework with this episode, what I want you to do is choose your collaboration, right? And you can be as detailed as you want. I want you to choose one or two options for partners. And if you, if it's a collaboration where you need multiple partners, fine, cool, come up with those. And then I want you to write a reach out. Okay. So if it's going to be a cold email, then that's okay. You could do a cold email, right? If it's somebody that you know, write out your social media uh, message that you're going to send. And if it's neither of those, and it's going to be somebody that you need to get to know first, then just go and start taking messy action, right? Go on their page, start interacting with them and not just once do it on a regular basis. Right. And I want you to send these to me. Okay. So that we can chat about it because I know that sometimes reaching out to people that you don't know can be really scary or even asking people that you do know to collaborate with you can be scary, right? We talked about the headspace that you might be in on the last podcast episode. So I want to be able to chat that through with you if you would like. So just DM me on Instagram at jessica.guzikowski. We can always walk through that and I can help coach you into a place where you feel really good about doing those reach outs. Okay. So that is today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I'm excited to see what kind of collaborations you come up with. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you right back here next Friday.